Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com He began podcasting in 2005 and launched the School of Podcasting, schoolofpodcasting.com. His School of Podcasting show has over 2.5 million downloads and he has helped hundreds of people plan, launch, and grow their podcasts. He is the author of the book Profit from Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Your Listeners into a Livelihood, and as a featured speaker at events. And in 2016, he joined Libsyn, the largest podcasting hosting company, as part of their tech support team. In 2018, he was inducted into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. Everyone, I am honored to welcome Dave Jackson. Hey, thank you for uh, having me, and uh, thanks to Marla. And I'm going to attempt to trim mine a little bit. And is anybody, uh, that's kind of different. That uh, There we go. Okay, so here we go. So what we're going to talk about today, and thank you for the nice introduction. Behind the scenes, I just cut out all those slides about me, because I'm like, we don't need to hear about me some more. There we go. All right, let's rock and roll, shall we? Uh, we're going to talk about creating a product uh, to fit your audience. And my my motto, it's even on my shirt, I am, my new mission in life is to help end the spread of boring podcasts. We've got enough of those, and so we'll be talking about that as we get into this. Uh, I do have a handout. I am not asking for your email address, schoolofpodcasting.com slash podfiestasummit. Because uh, you'll see I've got a bunch of information here. I'm going to try to blow through this a little quicker to get us back on schedule. Step one of making a product is get an audience. Please get an audience. You cannot monetize dust. It's just impossible. And so what I mean by this is seriously, get an audience. So many people are like, yeah, 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 audience. But really, how do I make the money? And you're like, no, no, step one is get an audience. You can't monetize when you don't have an audience. So please do not skip step one. Marla had some great thoughts in there, some great points. Who is, you need to know who your audience is and what they want. We're going to talk about that. So starting a podcast, it's not really that hard. But starting a good podcast takes some effort. And so what does a good podcast have? Well, I've fi- I figured this out. For me, when I watch anything on TV, radio, movies, whatever it is, it's going to make me laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. Because if it's not doing any of those, guess what? It's boring. And we've already, you know, we already know how I feel about that. So think about that when you start a podcast. It's not enough to just talk into your phone and throw it into Apple. That is not going to work. And people go, well, can I make a living with my podcast? And I go, yeah, actually, you, you probably could. But that's kind of like asking, can I make a living as a musician? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, maybe. Uh, can I make a living as an actor? Well, um, yeah. I mean, it's going to, you know, uh, can I make a living as an athlete? Well, sure, as, as, as long as you – can I make a living as a writer? Yeah, you're in the entertainment business. So there is no like, hey, if I podcast for six months and never make an episode or never miss an episode, 
uh, I'm just automatically going to get money from heaven. It doesn't work that way. There's a lot of luck. There's a lot of dedication. There's a lot of hard work. I know it's like, hey, great, the first speaker is going to come in and pee all over our Cheerios. Awesome. Well, I want to have the right kind of framework here in your mind because that's what will kill your podcast is the mental part of this. So let's just look at some timetables here. Howard Stern, very famous radio guy here in the States. It took him five years to be syndicated. Uh, the Beatles, you may have heard of them. It took them seven years. There was a lot of time playing really crappy clubs in Germany that nobody likes to think about. Uh, seven years to get their first hit. Seinfeld, the comedian, it took him 13 years to get his now famous show. And when that famous show finally hit the airwaves, it took six seasons to actually get popular. So it took him 19 years to become an overnight succession. So keep that in mind. Um, Rodney Dangerfield, the guy, yeah, I got no respect. It took him 13 years to really, again, get super popular. So we're not talking five weeks. We're not talking five months. We're talking years sometimes to actually grow that audience that we talk about. Now, when you get an audience, the first thing you want to do when we're talking about making a product for your your uh, listener base is you have to listen. You have to listen. And just think about this. If you had to buy someone a present that you didn't know, the first thing you'd have to do is find somebody who did know that person and go, what do they like? And then you would listen and you would take notes and you would give it to them. So you have to listen. There are all sorts of great tools where you can go and listen to what your potential audience is talking about. Twitter, Amazon. Go and look at Amazon reviews and look at three-star and two-star because it wasn't good enough to give you a four-star, so they'll tell you, hey, here's what was missing, and one star is, ah, this is pretty awful, but I can't give it one star because they did this. So you'll get really great t details. Uh, Facebook, Reddit, Google, Quora, Answer the Public is a really interesting kind of uh, search engine. YouTube, you can use Google Forms. Those are free, and I'll talk here about calls. But the one right now, if you want to just go and listen, is Clubhouse. If you just want to go listen to your audience talk about you know, whatever it is are, are hurting them and things like that. Uh, I did that the other day, ran it through otter.ai to transcribe it, and I could see quickly without having to listen to all that garbage, because there's a lot of garbage on Clubhouse, I could see what people were talking about. So that's a tip if you're like, I'm not sure what my audience is talking about. You can see here in this example, I typed in the word trucking. There's all sorts of things about trucking on Clubhouse. So whatever your topic is, I'm sure there's a Clubhouse for that as well. They have 10 million people on that platform. Then the other thing you can do is once you find your audience, after you're done listening to them, you want to ask them some stuff. Now, I realize that for a lot of us podcasters, we're kind of introverted. And I always say it's great because having a podcast is a great way to meet a lot of people without actually meeting a lot of people. But you're going to have to come out of your shell and actually ask them what they want. But remember, you're doing this so that you can make them happy, so that you can solve a problem for them. And what I did a couple months ago, it's the best thing I've ever done, was I reached out to my email list, and you need an email list. We'll talk about that. We'll get into tools in a bit. Is I reached out to my audience and said, hey, I'm thinking of doing this thing. I want to make sure that what I'm doing is what you want. Now, that also meant I've done this twice. I did it once with a product, and in the end, I didn't make that product because my audience was like, yeah, it sounds kind of cool. And I'm like, yeah, but it'll do this and do that. And they're like, okay. 
But this one was much better. I got all sorts of great feedback on exactly what they're looking for. And it's one-on-one. It's not one-to-many. This is me and you sitting down on Zoom and saying and then asking a couple questions, which is what we're going to get into. So when it comes to whatever it is you're doing a podcast about, what are the biggest challenges you are facing? And the key to this is ask the question and shut up. Whatever you do, do not suggest answers like, what are the biggest challenges? Are you having a problem mentally or is it financial? No, no, just ask the question and shut up. Now, there's going to be this awkward pause. And then eventually they're going to start talking. But you have to be okay with the awkward pause because the longer the pause probably means they're thinking about it, the better the answer. So what are the biggest challenges? What are the biggest fears you're facing when it comes to whatever your product is? What are the biggest frustrations? What are the things that are making you go, right? Because you're going to actually solve those. Uh, if you could get results from things, and in this case, I put in the word course. Let's say you're going to make a course. That seems to be the default thing that everybody goes to. You know, if, if you could get the results from these things, I'm going to teach you in this course What would your day look like? And the reason you're saying this is you can use this kind of answer in your copy. Because now you can say, can you imagine what your day would look like with this, blah, 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 blah. And some people are like, oh, that would be amazing. Well, guess what? I've got the solution for you. So keep that in mind. Uh, What would you like to see in a package that makes you feel supported? Because it's not enough to make the product. It's not like, hey, here's the best thing since sliced bread. Hope you enjoy it. See you later. No, you're going to have to support this product as well. So if you can figure out what they need from a support level, then again, you can provide that. Because the more you meet their needs and make them feel not alone, feel supported, they're going to go tell their friends, and that's really what you want. How much would you pay for that package that I just described? And this is one you want to know what they say, because I'm here to tell you, if you pick the price, it's not going to be enough. We have a whole weird thing typically going on in our head, and we'll go, eh, well, if I charge five bucks, there's, what can you buy? You can't even get a McDonald's Happy Meal now for five bucks. So you're always going to underprice it. Think about how much somebody would have to spend in a college, on books, on, you know, courses, on whatever it is. There's a really good chance you're going to underprice whatever it is. So let them answer that question for you. If I decided to offer this course, would you like to be one of the first students who takes this course for me? And this is where I was telling people about this. And I had one guy just said, so I'd have to do this? And I'm like, yeah. And he's just like, no. And here's the great thing. As much as it's kind of soul crushing, because I'm like, but I have this cool thing for you. It also let me then not spend months creating a product that nobody wanted. That's why this kind of one-on-one interaction is so important. And then sometimes you zag. So what happens a lot of times with podcasting is you will, I'm checking my, oh, this is where FaceTime is not helpful. I'm trying to see how much time I have left. Okay, good. Uh, Sometimes you have to zag. And what I mean by this is this is a friend of mine, Daniel J. Lewis. I talk about him in my book. And Daniel created a, a podcast called The Audacity to Podcast. And he meant the courage to podcast. And so... The problem is there's a software program called Audacity, and it's free. Well, Daniel started this podcast to get leads for his web design business. Daniel designs really pretty websites, but they're not cheap. 
but the fun thing is the people he attracted with the name The Audacity to Podcast were people that liked free stuff. So here Daniel's wanting four figures for a website, and these people want things for free. So he attracted the wrong audience. Well, wrong is maybe not the right word. He attracted the audience that he wasn't expecting. So what did he do? Sometimes you look at your audience and go in there and go, okay, well, what are you folks interested in? And podcasters are obsessed with reviews, even though Daniel himself has proven that reviews do nothing to boost you up the charts. I'm going to say that again. Reviews do nothing to boost you up the charts. They are only social proof. So Daniel proved that, but nonetheless, people are like, no, no, I got to know about all my reviews. They also, and well, so talking about that. So he created my podcast reviews. So now it's a, it's a tool where you can get all your reviews from every single country in one place. But he also, Daniel said, it's really important that people follow and subscribe to your show. So what did he do? He made a plugin for WordPress for that. Then he found out Zoom came out with a program that was fairly technically not super easy to get into. So what did Daniel do? He created a course on how to use this for podcasters because musicians could use that as well. And Daniel's like, let me just show you the stuff for musicians. People will pay to be transformed. So if you think about that, people bought a Zoom H6 and went, I don't know what to do here. And Daniel said, hey, I can help you. Just give me a little bit of money, watch these few videos, and you'll know exactly what to do to get your podcast up and going. And a lot of times people will say, well, I don't know if anybody's going to pay for this. People pay for pay money for things they can get for free. If you don't believe me, you can go to Amazon right now and buy The Wizard of Oz. You can buy Gone with the Wind. You can buy Elf. If it's around, And these are movies, especially in December. You can see Elf every single day, but yet you can still buy it. So people will pay for things that you will transform them. You'll get them from point A to point B. And when they pull out their wallet is when the pain of going through that learning curve is more than the pain of pulling the money out of your wallet. So here's a couple ways I've, I'm making some money. The missing manual. The easy way to make a product, because if you're like, eh, is to find a product that fits your audience, which goes back to what Marla was talking about. We need to know who our audience is. I think her name was Susan, if I remember right. If they have an affiliate program, that's even better. And now you can make videos to show people how to use it, which is kind of what Daniel did with his Zoom video. Make the missing manual that really fits your audience. Um, depending on how niche your product is and how detailed your instructions are, you not you might actually be able to charge for the course. Now, I have two. I have one that's free, and I use that to bring people in the door and get them on my email list. And then I say, hey, if you like this product, please click here to buy through my affiliate link. And you can see so far this year I've made $491. Now, am I going to retire on that? No, but in my book I talk about it. What you want are multiple streams of income. That's the way you do it. It's not one big giant home run. Another one, oh, before we get off that, what I love this tool. Loom is a video tool. I think it's $15 a month. It's insane, but what I love about it is you can have what they call a call to action, and it's a little button that's on the video, and you can put your affiliate link right there in the video. So when people, it's like, hey, for more information, click here. Boom. Well, they don't see that behind the scenes that's your affiliate link, and I love that feature. It's a great way to boost your affiliate income. Another thing you can do is, I, I can't find a sponsor. Well, go make one. 
I have one right now, and you can see those are actual numbers. And some of those are a dime at a time. There's one particular Philip program that every time I send them a lead, they pay me a dime. Now, if they buy, I make 20 bucks. But affiliates are a great way to make your own sponsor. The key here is to find the product that fits your audience. You can't just go, oh, well, this looks good, and they pay out a lot if somebody buys, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. So for me, I found a product. I do a weight loss show, and I found a product, and I used it. That's the key thing. I found a product that I used and I liked, and I would tell my friend to go buy. And every time somebody does, I make 20 bucks. So that's a key. If you have anything that you love and you know would fit your audience, see if they have an affiliate program, and you can make basically a sponsor out of that. Um, here's the service that I made. This is my Zag. I started the school of podcasting and I had a bunch of people sign up and said, Hey, I like this whole talking into a, you know, a microphone thing, but I don't want to do the editing thing. So I created it. I found some people and created a whole team now that does audio editing. And so that's, again, you will find tools that you didn't think about and your audience goes, Hey, do you know anybody that like would listen to my podcast and review it? Yes. His name is me. Do you know of anybody that would do? Yes, it's me. So your audience may come to you with ideas for products. And it's just a matter of going and creating those. If you're looking to make a course, here are three top ones. I'm really getting, I'm getting ready to move the school of podcasting from Thinkific to Podia, I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, it's really handy. It does courses. It does email. It does all sorts of stuff. Um, video tools. What's great about this? OBS is a great tool because it's free. Uh, we're using StreamYard right now. And these tools, uh, Magic is another one that used to be Sony software. Now it's Magic's. These are tools that you can use in OBS and StreamYard are kind of thought as streaming tools. You don't have to stream to YouTube. You can just record them, and they're really handy for things like that. Uh, my favorite services for running the business is Acuity Scheduling. I know a lot of people use Calendly. I love Acuity because it's more than just scheduling. I can say, hey, when you schedule an appointment with me, it's X amount of money. So it's great for selling consulting that way. You can also have a course and say only allow 18 people in the course. So if you need scarcity, you can do that and only sell a certain number of tickets. And the other thing I use is and.co. It is a the easiest way to track your expenses and your income. And when it comes to running a business, that's kind of really the two things you need to be able to do really easy. And that's actually from Fiverr. And at first I was like, mm, Fiverr, but it's actually a really cool program. If you're looking for an email service, I use I'm getting ready to use MailerLite. Right now I'm on SendFox. SendFox is not bad, but they don't allow you to clean your email list yourself. And so I'm actually getting ready to switch over to MailerLite. They do have a free tool, much like MailChimp. Uh, and then when you move up to the next paid version, it's only 10 bucks. Um, keep in mind when you're making a product, 3% of your audience, if you're doing really good, maybe 5% is going to buy your product. So when you think about, okay, I'm going to do this product, and then 50% of my audience is going to give me 20 bucks a month, mm -mm, probably not. Uh, everything I studied, every when I did all the research on my book, it was three to five percent, maybe ten if you were an absolute superhero. So again, I'm not here to to crash your dreams and crush them. I'm here to give you honest, like this is reality. So keep that in mind. And as long as you know that going in, that's that's good to know. So I want to thank you so much for I we're almost uh, I'm almost I'm almost in time to go miss my uh, Q and A. So. <laughs> I think we're almost back on track. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. And uh, if you want to follow me, just text SOP to 31996. 
And uh, thank you so much. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.